Hello there, welcome to today's episode of the Peter Greenwood Stay at Home Show podcast. I can't even get angry at it for being a long name because I named it that, so I need to get angry at myself, but that is for another time. What I want to talk to you about is today's episode. I'm going to keep this intro real short because, quite frankly, today's guests are rock legends. Back in February, I had the pleasure, the absolute joy, of sitting down and talking to the Goo Goo Dolls. So here is their interview, completely uncut, completely uncensored from beginning to end, exactly the way it came out the recorder. This is the Peter Greenwood Show, and I am backstage in a green room at the O2 Academy with two gentlemen sitting to my immediate left. Where? <laughs> to my immediate left. Oh, oh, that's us. That's Sorry. I'm confused. Everyone drives on the wrong side of this road here. That's wild to get used to, isn't it? Because I went to America a few years ago, uh-huh. and I kept on trying to get in what it, what on our side is the yeah. passengers, but on your side is the driver's it's side. It's a little, little dangerous. It is a, a bit. Da- if you're not used dangerous. to it. Yeah. Could you introduce yourselves for me, please? Okay. My name is John. And I'm Robbie. And you are the band. We yeah, the Goo Goo Dolls. How are you guys? Goo Goo Dolls. You well? Yeah, very good. Very good. You know, we've just been uh, up here in Scotland for you know, like four or five days doing rehearsals and, and uh, tweaking some bits of the show and, you know, putting it all together. And we're, tonight is the first show. Do you still get nervous after all this time before going on stage? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, I'm better at controlling it, but... But it's still there. I think you? if you're not a little nervous, you don't care, you know, at yeah. all. <laughs> like you got to be a little nervous. That's what an old lecturer of mine said. He said, if you're not nervous before doing a radio, I do radio. So if you do a radio show, it's nothing compared to what you guys do. But mm-hmm. if you don't get nervous before doing a show, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's true. Because, I mean, you, 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 you care. You're putting some effort into it. You know, and that's, that's, that's the important thing. Yeah, you're putting yourself out there for the audience. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, public speaking is one of those things that people, they say, at least in America, they say that people would rather die than <laughs> speak in public. Is that true? Yeah, so a, a lot of people are, very, are ter- people are more terrified to, to do public speaking than anything else. Let me ask, it's 30 years of the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. How does that feel? Does it feel like 30 years? Yes, some days, <laughs> some, some days for sure. Yeah, you, it depends on what day you catch me. Yeah. Some days I'm like, oh my god, what have I done with my life? And then other days I'm like, wow, I, I, I've done a lot of cool stuff with my life. You know? So I was going to ask you the same question. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it feels like a long time. I, I don't know. It's just we've been doing it our whole lives, pretty much. So yeah. it just sort of seems like the next day to me. I don't uh, know if, yeah. if that makes any sense. And I, I have no viable skills. <laughs> like I'm unemployable <laughs> unless I do this. So, Yeah, that's one of the things that I find a lot of musicians say. They're like, if I wasn't doing this, I don't know what I'd be doing. Yeah. Do you still... Does, what am I trying to ask? It's been 30 years of the band. The 31st year, technically, coming up this coming up. year, but 30 years. Has it been a year of celebration? For the thirtieth, um, I think it. I mean, think it's been a year of trying to be grateful and mindful of of where I am at in my life, and just the fact that I've been able to pay my rent and then and then buy a house, you know, by playing music, and we've actually been able to play. 
uh, music and write and tour uh, for this long is pretty rare. You know, a lot of bands don't get that chance. I mean, I think, you know, and for us to be around that long and actually making a living at it is, is we're, we're in a very small uh, exclusive group. You know. It's pretty incredible. I'm gonna be honest because I'm a, yeah. I'm a fan of you guys. I don't want to sound like I'm gushing because I'm sitting no. in front of you, but I'm so, a fan of you guys. Well, thank I literally you. grew up listening to you guys. Thanks. So, what's been some of the best moments? I know it's 30 years to look back on, but do you have a moment that sticks out? Yeah, when I paid off all my student debt. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, paid one. off my student. I didn't want to, but then lo- looking back on it, I'm like, oh, thank God I got out from under that. But. Um, there were great moments I, for me, my personal. I I um. Uh, I was I was I was uh, given an award in the uh, Songwriters Hall of Fame in New York, really? which was yeah, which was some pretty awesome company in there, and I I felt really proud of that. Um, you know, I was I was I was very proud when I had enough money to. Uh, you know, to help my my family out a little bit. You know? Yeah, that that was a great feeling because, you know, when when you're in a band and you and you're just coming up, it's like you know, you hopefully you have a girlfriend with with rich parents that pay the rent and she lets you stay there, and then um, and your family helps you out. Um, and it takes takes a lot of people to to get a band off the ground, and then I think people's families um, and the girlfriends are really kind of the unsung heroes of the indie rock world because they're always helping you some way, lending you a van or a hundred bucks, or or you know letting you sleep on the couch and doing the things like that. You know, um, luckily, uh, you know. I was 19 or 20 when that was going on. I mean, I mean, it would be ridiculous for me to <laughs> call my sister. Can I stay with you? I don't think that would work. No. Would she object? Do you think? No, she'd let me stay. That's yeah, nice. she'd she'd let me stay. That's I'm her nice. little brother. She has to. <laughs> what about you? Do you have any fond uh, memories I mean, of 30 years? I mean, there's just so many. You know, uh, I mean, we played so many crazy places. I never thought I'd be in my life. You know, and just sort of standing there on the stage like you know the the place I saw Kiss and the Kinks when I was a kid you know back home like we got to play there before they tore it down like that was a huge day for me sort of felt like full circle you know like I was seeing it from the other side you know and that was pretty exciting or being able to share you know a hometown show with some of our family you know and bringing them to the show and you know have my grandmother come see us play before she passed away you know like that kind of stuff like those kind of moments that like actually affect your life you know are yeah. pretty great yeah like big life moments where you're like yeah. yes i have checked this off yeah for sure put to sleep i'd like to ask you a little bit about the new album i've got a copy of it right here <coughs> oh the most recent album you. look at this i haven't actually seen a physical you know there's kids who don't even know what those things are yeah and they're like what are those things what is that book is yeah that strange book you have I have a three-year-old daughter, and she has a copy of this, right? and she she loves it. <laughs> she loves this album yeah. cover. She loves. She carries it around. She goes, "That's Miracle Pill." <laughs> Daddy said, "Miracle Pill." I, I do like this album. This is what it sounds like, by the way, in case you're curious. There it is. <laughs> That's the album. That's what an album sounds like these days. The album is called Miracle Pill. 
tell me a little bit about it. How long did it take to come together? What was the origins of it? Um, we'd just gotten done doing a, a small tour uh, in the States to, for celebrating the 20th anniversary of Dizzy Up the Girl, which, you know. Um, so we, we went out, played the whole album, did that whole thing. And playing those songs made me realize that, that um, and doing that tour, it made me realize I gotta, I gotta move. Like I was like, I need to move forward, you know, because I took a 20 year step back, you know, and we still play songs off that album because it's, that's probably our most popular record. And, um, but to be immersed in a time capsule. It stuck in that headspace at yeah. the time when you wrote it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I started to remember what was going on in my life and how it was. In, and I was, and then once I got home, I was like, I need to, you know, I'm still going to play those songs, but it just sort of shut the door on a lot of the more emotional aspects of that time in my life. Um, and I was like, I need to get to work on something fresh and new. And that was the result. This is the product that I'm that holding is. in my hand. Yes. Bill. Do you have a favorite, this is such a silly question to ask, but do you have a favorite song on the album? Let me see. Let's take a look here. Oh, there's no track listing. Uh, it's oh, it's on the back. Okay. Um, I mean, I love Miracle Pill because it's, it's something mildly tongue-in-cheek about the whole thing. I like. I, I like it. It's sort of, and you know, and it's got this kind of. Um, I'm going to use this 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 British thing. This kind of cheeky piano line yeah. in it, and it's and it's fun. It's just a fun song, you know, and it, and it tells a story about a guy who's. Just so sick of his life, he'll do anything to change it, you know? Yeah. Do you have a favorite track on the album? I, I think all the songs are so different from each other, really. Yeah. It's like it's really hard for me to pick one, you know? But um, I like the whole thing, man. That's good. That's good that you like all the tracks on it, because a lot of sub-bands will sometimes say, oh, this one isn't quite good, or this one wasn't quite ready, but if you're happy with the album, that's mm, If you squeezed yeah. us for long enough, you might get that, but... Yeah, you know, I, I mean, the thing is, is, I mean, you know, I mean, why would you put it on the record if it wasn't done? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know, but I'm weird like that, because... I don't have like a big vault of B-sides and unreleased material. Really? None, nothing, no? nothing, I have nothing. I always imagine like just massive archive mm -mm. of you guys. No, no, because it's just. I mean, if it didn't, if it didn't wind up on some form of an album or something, it was shit. So, yeah. Why? Uh, I always when I buy like B side collections, I'm always like, this is all shit. You know, I, I yeah. <laughs> very rarely am I like, oh my god, that song should have been a great hit. But, yeah. but uh, you know, so I, I'm I'm a very um I'm a brutal editor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let you go, let you guys go, but I want to ask, what are your plans for 2020? Do you have more tours coming up throughout the year? Yeah, we're uh, doing the UK. Then we're doing a couple of dates in Asia. Uh, unless, of course, they're not letting people into Asia. <laughs> or, uh, you know, I'll wear a mask. I'm going. It'll be a good time. You'll I'm, be fine. Just yeah, we'll breathe. be fine. Just take your vitamins. Um, uh, President Trump says that once it warms up, mm. the <laughs> flu will die and go away because he's a doctor. <laughs> well, he was trying to be a police officer this morning. Yeah, good for him. I heard. <laughs> said nobody ever. Uh, <laughs> and then we're going to tour the U.S. Yes, yeah. then we're going to tour the U.S. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. 
guys, I can't tell you how great it's been to sit and speak to you. I thank you so much for your time. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It was fun. That was the Goo Goo Dolls. How cool were they? Such such cool guys. And a little bit of a story I want to tell you about is I was wrapping up the interview. We finished the interview. And as I was putting my gear away, it's always nice to be able to just sit and chat to people. So they were getting ready to go out to do a meet and greet at the venue, which was the O2 Academy in Glasgow. And... So they're just sitting chatting away, and it was absolutely lovely. I won't say what we chatted away because chatted away about because you know that's between me and them. You know what I'm like. You know what I'm saying. But what did happen, which was absolutely lovely, is I got to walk out with them to the meet and greet because I don't think I was supposed to. In fairness, so we're leaving the backstage area, going out into the main venue. If you know the O2 Academy, you know what it's like. You come out the doors at the side, which is where the backstage venue part of the venue is and you're, you're out on the floor so there was a background set up a backdrop set up and I don't think I was supposed to but I was walking through with them just chatting away like yeah the interview's over but we're still chatting away and so the door opens and there's a line of people through the building and me being me me being a massive dickhead I'm like hello to all the people and some of them start kind of half clapping, then they realize, wait, we don't know this guy. Who are they clapping for? Then they see the guys from the band, and people start applauding for them again. So that was kind of nice. It was kind of funny. But that's my story. That's my Goo Goo Doll story. So thank you to them for sitting and chatting with me. I'll be back again tomorrow. See you then. Bye, everybody. Bye.